0: Karate Kid 3 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 3, 3 forget-about-it minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. Hey, everybody. Uh, we are back for minutes 108 through 111, but uh just wanted to do a slight uh, editor's note or whatever, podcaster's note. Uh, apologies for no Monday show. Matt said he needed the day off, and I said, oh, I guess. I mean, we I had to harass some high schoolers yeah right it's been a long it's been a
1: long campaign but it's bearing fruit now
0: fi- did your plan finally come through or uh yes <laughs> also uh everybody if you're hearing a slight drop in quality, i apologize i am uh podcasting from a remote location uh it is uh where where am i podcasting from cabin in the woods cabin <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And I just played a recording before this, and I don't expect anything terrible to happen. Uh, <laughs> no Kendarian demons. Right. But speaking of, uh, Mel would be here, but she's actually locked in the cellar of this uh, cabin. Here, so here.
1: Someone's in my fruit cellar.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll smother yourself!
0: Okay. <laughs> wait, topic. Watch Evil Dead everyone, I'm sorry I'm sure there's an Evil Dead Minute out there, we'll listen to that too Okay, Uh, today we're talking about minutes 108 through 111 of The Karate Kid Part 3 Ooh, Part 3, 111 That sounds uh, like the same thing Uh, They begin with Daniel about to finish Mike off uh, And End with the credit for the song uh, That is playing Uh, We pick up where we left off On Friday Daniel LaRusso, after setting Karate's bad boy, Mike Barnes, off balance with his funky dance moves, is now <laughs> – what's that?
1: I was just laughing.
0: <laughs> is now uh, flipped him on his back. And we see him deliver the final blow. The name of the Bill Conti uh, track here, the final blow, to Mike is a punch to the ribs, which is enough to, uh, to uh, finish, finish him for good and put Cobra Kai out of business forever. Or at least for, for so, a few decades.
1: So is this a special move, or do we establish that the kata is the special move?
0: Yeah, like uh, that's what I was kind of thinking about on on Friday, where the the surprise move is always uh, uh, how he puts his opponent off guard, and then he just drops something that is you know like a, a kick to the face or <laughs> yeah uh, a several punches, uh, several dozen punches.
1: You'd <laughs> probably do well with Marty McFly's uh. Uh, a thing where he goes. What the
0: hell is that?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, just uh,
1: in the middle of a tournament fight.
0: Uh, uh yeah. Mike Barnes is and Biff. They could be brothers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got the same hairdo. You do. Same attitude. <laughs> They're all about profit.
1: Almost like movies have archetypes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, really just popped a hole in that balloon I was trying to blow up. Okay. uh, My next note is uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure the punch didn't hurt that much, but I think the fact that Mike knows he's done for him, you know, done now, like it makes him go into this fetal position because instead of uh, dragging his face along the mat (laughs) like a dog wiping his butt, (laughs) Uh, now, yeah, Mike is uh, fetal, fetal position. Don't look Um, at me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I also was thinking, oh, maybe Ralph actually punched Sean Cannon where the staples are. At this oh, wow. point. Maybe he's not acting.
1: Yeah, that's possible.
0: I, <laughs> I I really hope they patted him. I mean, come on, <laughs> they had to, just for, for just just for safety's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that Daniel, in the seconds after getting the point, gives Mike almost like a "yeah" in your face gesture. He kind of like backs away and points. at him. <laughs> Uh well you know, he could have just pulled off the double finger guns, but
1: I want Miyagi to taunt. Yeah. Miyagi's taken it with you know with uh uh good manners for three movies now. He should just like go booya or
0: something. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> uh please, next karate kid, let's let's hope Miyagi develops an attitude problem and yes. really cocky. <laughs> Kaki Miyagi uh no that's not an episode title I don't know uh he
1: does wear uh, khakis
0: what's that he does wear
1: khakis doesn't he (sighs) khaki Miyagi
0: you're taking my job you're taking my job (laughs) it's crazy how this match is uh 99% one-sided like Daniel didn't get one-shotted until the final one Uh, um but yeah. As for it final counts fights, for pretty, all the beans, for some reason, right? Well,
1: they explained it, but I mean, it's still
0: pretty <laughs> stupid, Terry. I'm just gonna say, for all the planning you did, this was not a bright idea to just be like, just beat the heck out of him and then we'll leave it up to fate. Uh, who gets the first shot in? This okay, uh, All really Valley
1: They really thought he was that bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That he could not score a single point.
0: Well, Terry is looking down at all the kata, all the all of Miyagi's lessons, and uh yeah, little did you know he got a shot in. But uh yeah, I, I gotta say as for final fights, this is my least favorite. I'm, what do you think?
1: <laughs> Out of the, the final fights?
0: Yeah, two, three uh, uh one, two and three. Uh which well, one Yeah, I mean it's so one
1: sided. <laughs> <laughs> it's not much of a fight most of the time.
0: Right. Yeah, I'd say if I ranked it, it would be like two, one, three, just because I love how like brutal it gets in the death match between Daniel and Chosen. Yeah. But, I mean, one is right up there because I mean, Johnny Lawrence and the crane and all that mm. and all the moral, moral conflict going on with the Cobras. Um, but I, I mean, I think Daniel seemed to be at his best in part two. Uh, Ralph Macchio, maybe his training, you know, he seemed to do a little bit more than. Yeah, but it's, but it's interesting how much better than
1: him Mike is. Like, so you think Mike's that much better than uh,
0: Chosen too? Ah, now there's a matchup I'd like to see. <laughs> Maybe they can make this happen in Cobra Kai. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like the crane. <laughs> Like the for the final movies, I, I the final moves I do like it one two three like the the, the fights I like two one three I, I obviously I wrote those down one two three is my ranking for the final movies because the crane is iconic, mm. um, yeah. but the drum is pretty great because at this point uh, you know he's you know knocked Kumiko to the ground you really want to see Chosen get his face pounded The drum is more brutal <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just wish it was shot better so I could see what was happening. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if they did, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, we, <laughs> we were in a storm of, uh, of comedy, uh, last week, but do you remember how I described, uh, how it was supposed to be? The, the was supposed to be as the final move from the novelization. Yeah. Like He's just kind of like faking out and then finally,
1: supposed like, to somehow line up with everything that his opponent. uh, Threw at him like miraculously yeah. ended up. He dodged it just by doing the kata.
0: <laughs> I just think it's better than just doing the kata and then stopping and getting into a fight, <laughs> and getting into a fighting position. Like he, he could have just gotten into a fighting position to begin with. I guess so, like, show the... that he, he was focusing
1: himself or something.
0: You focus. yeah All right, our good old mustachioed friend PJ. Two-time <sighs> PJ from now. <laughs>
1: Let's, even though he probably never appears again,
0: <laughs> he uh he announces winner, and uh, and we see uh Daniel stumbling, stumbling backwards, he's just bowled over that he just I mean, I'm sure he's, he's surprised as Mike that he won. Yep. Uh, but Miyagi's smiling, kind of choked up. and uh, But my, the Cobra Kai, the real pain begins for Cobra Kai. Like Mike is punching the mat in anger. We see Snake looking crushed. Creese, I mean, kind of echoing what he's been like the last few minutes, just has his mouth open, stunned.
1: <laughs>
0: and then my favorite part, which is Terry getting a Cobra Kai t-shirt thrown back at him. <laughs> and then, uh, was, or was it Creese?
1: It was one of them. Yeah. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Kreese
0: gets a shirt thrown out because Kreese gets into the bleachers and throws it right back at the crowd.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think a couple of extras look scared. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Terry Silver actually just takes a shirt and just tosses it aside and walks off in disgust because, uh, yeah, that's all we're going to see from Terry Silver until Cobra Kai. He goes off to
1: make some wine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, I was uh, I was looking at the crowd around Crease uh, when he's up in the bleachers losing his temper. There is a grandma in a koala bear sweater who is straight up laughing at him, <laughs> even as he's got that threatening backhand up. You know, he's so angry he's about to like s- slap somebody. Uh, she's just like, you know, ah, ha, ha, I'm an extra and I'm just having a great time. <laughs> How mad this guy is. Oh, it's so funny.
1: What if that was the direction? Now everyone laugh at him.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're all gonna laugh at you, Chris. <laughs> uh so yeah. Um this is it for Cobra Kai. Uh they get their lifetime ban from the All Valley, as we learned in Cobra Kai the show. Uh since Cobra Kai's name is again ruined, they can't even compete in the All Valley. Uh which is probably why Terry doesn't even bother opening up more dojos. Mm.
1: Why'd they get it? How'd they catch a ban when they allowed all that stuff to happen in the moment?
0: <laughs> I'm I don't know. Maybe it was like they did a, like a some sort of uh hearing afterwards <laughs> to look over the tape. Like, they what they fired?
1: The they fired PJ,
0: yeah. PJ has never heard from him again because uh he was obviously taking money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, who knows what happened to Cletus? They probably never asked him back, you know. He somehow, he you know, of course, he had the problem where he was announcing what happened in the fight before the rough even did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, uh, according to the show, Terry hits rock bottom, goes into therapy, gets clarity really. And, and just kind of blames everything that happened on crease on creases influence, which I just, to me, you watch this movie, you're like, I don't see that, <laughs> but <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> Uh, he rebuilds his empire, becomes a vegan, achieves inner peace,
1: removes his tattoo. <laughs>
0: removes his tattoo. Is that true? Is
1: yeah. He like lifts up his uh. His oh, shirt that's funny. There's like tattoo removal area, and then you see the flashback of them getting the tattoos together.
0: Yeah, the flashback of uh, Hervé pointing up at the sky, going to plane. No. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. After seeing how much Terry lost it after Miyagi beat him and poured pain all over him, I'm really surprised he just kind of accepts defeat this easily. Like, like before he got beaten by Miyagi, embarrassed, and he's still like, We're going to get you. We're going to get you with John Kreese's karate. But now it's just like, Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Time I mean, for therapy.
1: Finally had enough.
0: Yeah. Maybe I should quit cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's coming off as high at just that moment. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: What am I doing?
0: <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> uh, Kreese is forced to close the only Cobra Kai dojo. We learned from the show that Kreese tried to reenlist, but it's turned away because of psychological issues. He ends up in a homeless shelter, but the 30 plus years are kind of a blur besides that. Uh, and it, I'm just... Reciting stuff, I went back and looked at some of these scenes, uh, but just this thirty-year blur. I'm thinking, ooh, spinoff material, <laughs> like Crease the Hobo Years. You know, just riding <laughs> do we the rails. That? Yeah, of course. Come on, I want every spinoff of the Karate Kid at this point. If you're going to do Cobra Kai and make everybody think Cobra Kai is the coolest thing, why not watch Crease like eating a can of beans in the side of a road? For a little while, just okay. learning lessons, going town to town, maybe saving people, and then like like maybe he gets like really good, and then re corrupts himself,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he's like, I know what I can do. And he like sees a newspaper article about Cobra Kai um, competing in the All Valley again, and I don't know, um, or you just going town to town, just. Every single—it's like the like a reverse Incredible Hulk. He goes town to town, and every single uh, uh episode is him just being the villain of somebody else's heroic story, <laughs> just getting beaten and then moving to the next town. Villain for
1: hire. <laughs> yes. Uh, arch nemesis.
0: <laughs> yeah, I smoke cigars. That's evil. Yeah. I don't have sleeves on my shirts. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got a I got a pretty cool haircut. Um, Mike Barnes, uh, as for him, we don't know much about where he came from. We don't know <laughs> where he goes. Like, he says the, the, the final deal that uh, was proposed was him getting 50% of the dojos. And according to Sean Cain, and I read a quote, he's like, when the deal was struck, I don't remember anything said that it was predicated on Mike Barnes winning. So I think Mike Barnes is a very good standing to say he still has a title of 50% of the Cobra Kai dojos. I think that would be really interesting kind of talking about future prospects of the show, but it honestly, Sean Canaan needs to rewatch part three, because it is clearly stated that he has to beat LaRusso at the All Valley to get that. So, uh, I found another quote from him talking about Cobra Kai. He says, listen, I get asked literally a hundred times a week. If I'm going to Cobra Kai being Cobra Kai. And you know, I can't say, I can't say, but I don't think we've seen the last of Mike Barnes. That means yes. (laughs) That means yes. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's implied that Mike Barnes might be returning because of what Terry says at the end of uh, Cobra Kai's season four. he says he's, um, as Kreese is getting arrested he says he's going to dig up an old friend or two to help with Cobra Kai so maybe what you he's
1: got, would, I have a hard time believing he'd go back to Mike Barnes after him <laughs> failing
0: I don't know maybe he finds Mike Barnes maybe Mike Barnes is riding the rails too I, I don't know <laughs> There are other people though. We got Snake and Dennis. You know, who knows what happened to them? Yes, uh, cool. by the way, would you believe that Dennis was actually at the tournament too? Not just Snake. Oh really? Yeah, there are many scenes where it's almost like he's you remember Jimmy from Cobra Kai in part one, how he's constantly on the side of a scene that where all the cobras are being featured. Mm-hmm. Dennis, there's a few scenes where you see him standing there right next to Snake. But for some reason Abelson just keeps cropping him out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: person to grudge.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, But I really think Dennis has more of a chance to return than Snake because the actor, William Christopher Ford, uh, Christopher Ford stays really active in the fan community. Um, And I don't, honestly, I don't hear much of what Jonathan Abelson's doing. You know? So, Mm -hmm. but uh, that's
1: one of them, I guess. I mean, they weren't huge characters, but
0: I don't know. Yeah, remember Snake, everybody? I don't think anybody does, really. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, uh, as for these guys, I mean, good riddance to Cobra Kai. hope we never see him again, right? Yeah. Again. <laughs> Daniel put him out, out of business for good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, in fact, the All Valley's contempt for Cobra Kai starts as soon as the end of the movie because the announcer says, The winner and the first to ever win two years in a row, the grand champion, Daniel <laughs> Russo." And, of course, you know why That seems a little off, right? Yeah, because Johnny
1: won two years in a row.
0: Right. Like, literally in part one, they didn't just retcon this in Cobra Kai.
1: Maybe they Uh, took away his uh, honors for some reason.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you messed up our mat with your face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're just so mad at Cobra Kai, they, like, retroactively took all the titles that any of their students ever won.
0: Yeah, just ripped them all away. But uh, Johnny would have said something. I don't know.
1: it's just, it wasn't established yet that he won twice in a row. It was never mentioned in the original movie.
0: Yeah, no, it was in part one. It was? Yeah. Really? Two-time winner of the belt. Yep. I don't remember that.
1: Oh. Well, then, yeah.
0: Well, go we'll back to the minute when we talk about it, because uh, I'm sure <laughs> it's the, <laughs> 100 years ago. Um, but for the record, I mean, according to Karate Kid Wiki, you know, which references the movies and uh, Cobra Kai, uh, he lost to Daryl Vidal in 81. And then he won two years in a row, eighty two and, and eighty three. 80, uh, and eighty three, uh, and in and, and nineteen eighty three, is when he beat Tommy to to win. And then, of course, he got beaten by Daniel in eighty four. Hmm. Uh, all right, enough about Cobra Kai. Let's uh, finish this movie. So uh, Daniel runs over to Miyagi, who's standing by a trophy table, and there are a lot of trophies there. <laughs> like, there's a big one for Daniel, but there are like rows of trophies flanking it. Yeah. And, I'm gonna call foul this is the eighties. we didn't give participation trophies at that point. <laughs> so uh I don't know what all those trophies were for backups was They're somebody just- gonna like for a technique like chop through a bunch of trophies?
1: well, I mean each like grade each belt would have its own trophy like and and so like and also broken down by age group, probably, so like young white belts, young yellow belts, young. Green belts, etc., and then older white belts, older, and then you get the 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 trophies for kata and the trophies for sparring. So I don't know, it can add up.
0: I'm just going by what the movie gives us. okay. In the first movie, we saw a montage of little kids fighting little kids and different people with different belts and whatever. But this movie, we just see one bracket up at the top. And we see every once in a while, we see a few kids standing around in geese. And my headcanon is always that Mike Barnes had to beat every one of those kids to get through.
1: <laughs> All the trophies are for Daniel. We <laughs> <laughs> need to back up a truck.
0: Yeah. So, uh Miyagi bows to Daniel, but Daniel cannot help it. He's he goes for the hug and it cracks up. Mr. Miyagi is forget about it <laughs>
1: I like to see them finally hug. That's good payoff after three movies.
0: It is a great payoff, yeah. And you know, he's getting he's 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 been waiting all this time for this hug from his surrogate father. He's felt this closeness with Miyagi and really if there's any time for a nice fatherly hug, it's uh after Neela getting beaten to death, I guess, and surviving, thank God, I'm alive. Uh, Daniel raises Miyagi's hand in victory, and I I love that Pat even throws in a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of embarrassed Miyagi, like, oh, so many eyes watching me. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Uh, Daniel hugs Miyagi again, yelling, "We did it!" and We go to a classic '80s freeze frame. <laughs>
1: All these movies end like that, don't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the first one ended with the nod. Mm. And I think the second one ended with Miyagi as well.
1: Can't recall now the second one.
0: I remember him smiling and nodding to, uh, but, or like, I think I know. And two, he like winks. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was like, it would be kind of interesting, though. First two ending on a freeze frame of Miyagi. And then on the third, it's a freeze frame of Daniel and Miyagi, you know? In in triumph. (laughs) Uh, We do get one last blast of Bill Conti's score, which uh, many, many of you have heard over and over again at the end of the podcast. Um, And uh, the end comes up as the first credit. And I'm sure Ralph really pushed for that. (laughs) The end. No more. No more. Don't call me back. (laughs) Uh,
1: Daniel died on the way back to his home planet.
0: (laughs) Daniel's still leaping across time. Yeah. <laughs> he heard from the dead. Yeah. Uh fun fact part 2 is actually the only other movie that ends with the end. Part 1 does not. So yeah. part 3 should say the end. We mean it this time. <laughs> Ralph told us. <laughs> um here's a quote from John Avildsen a little little extra thought about this movie. Um I thought that Ralph's character should die at the end of the third one. What? He gets in a fight defending Mr. Miyagi's honor and he dies in the fight. Miyagi feels so devastated that he says, I taught him too well. And then in the fourth one, he meets the girl, but that didn't happen. So I didn't pursue it. And uh, in the interview, like the interviewer was like surprised by this. And he's like, yeah, well, that's what people are paying their money for. They want an experience. They want to be moved. They don't want to see the same thing over and over again. Kind of talking about like how part three is almost like the same movie as part one. Home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as Bill Conti's score ends, uh, we are treated to the lamest Karate Kid song to end a movie with, and that would be "Listen to Your Heart" by the Little River Band. Thoughts? You like this one? Hate it? Nope. Indifferent? Nope. You don't like <laughs> it? <laughs> I don't think so. Listen to your heart. Uh, it's not even the better Listen to Your Heart, uh, yeah, which was really. Yeah, the same year, Roxette released Listen to Your Heart, which is much better. Just buried them. Yeah. Uh, Little River Band is from Australia, had some hits in the 70s, but hadn't even cracked the Billboard Top 10 since 1981. In fact, they lost their original lead singer and just got him back before recording this song. Um, <laughs> and uh, it sure looks like it's like, uh, looking at the lyrics, it's written for part three. Uh, let me just, I'm going to go through these lyrics a little quicker. Uh, you sure look defeated when you came home tonight. I know that you're discouraged and tired of the fight. Sometimes it gets so hard that you don't know what to do. If you close your eyes, the truth is there for you. Focus, Daniel. Uh, (laughs) uh, there are so many temptations in the crazy world today. And there are so many people trying to lead you astray. Whenever you're confused about all the things you see, you can't tell a friend from the enemy. Uh, so yeah, Terry Silver, that corruption of Daniel, and uh, yeah, listen to your heart is almost like uh, it goes, like listen to your heart, it knows right from wrong, um, it let it guide you, it may, it'll make you strong, and I, I don't know, listen to your bonsai, maybe, a <laughs> strong root inside you, so yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know, I still don't like it.
0: Yeah, no. yeah, I was reading the lyrics, I was like, well, it was written for the movie, I mean, it was it's just so lame. It's it's no glory. I mean, I'm sure people think Gloria Love is lame, but come on. Put it next to Listen to Your Heart. It's just... It's, it starts with an unoriginal title, for one thing. <laughs> and I know the songs came out in the same year, but come on. I don't know. They didn't know. But uh, a couple more uh, fun facts before we get out of here. Um, at the 1989 Golden Raspberry Awards, this and this and this movie received five nominations. But did not win any of them. So Karate Kid Part 3 couldn't even win the Bad Awards. <laughs> uh, they were nominated for Worst Picture, uh, which uh, they lost to Star Trek V. <laughs> uh Worst Screenplay, uh, which they lost to Harlem Knights by Eddie Murphy. Worst Director, uh, John Avalson lost to William Shatner for Star Trek V. <laughs> Worst actor Ralph Macchio lost to William Shatner in Star Trek V, and uh, worst supporting actor even Pat Morita gets dinged for this movie. Uh, he, he he lost to uh, Christopher Atkins in the movie Listen to Me, which uh, I've never
1: seen. I don't. I don't like those awards. They're they're mean spirited and, I know. and often hyperbole. <laughs> I know.
0: So Ralph Macchio actually has one more ding against the movie. Uh, he says, "Quote: I just felt." For the LaRusso character, he never went forward. It felt like we were redoing the first movie in a cartoon kind of sense without the heart and soul. So, Ralph Maggio, not a fan. John Adelson,
1: not a fan. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There was some heart and soul in the Miyagi any time Miyagi and Daniel were together.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I feel like... Uh, I feel like I came into this movie and Honestly, We should get into some final thoughts here because there's nothing but credits here. And uh, we got our bonus episode on Friday, but final thoughts is like, I came into this movie kind of like, whatever, you know, like let's get through this movie. Um, and, uh, you know, I appreciate having a little fun with, uh, how Terry silver acts. Um, but to me, it wasn't a lot of memorable stuff. Uh, uh watching that last season of Cobra Kai kind of unlocked the movie a little bit more for me. Yeah. Um and I think uh I, I think I was able going through it three minutes at a time, I was able to find a lot more I liked about it. So uh you know, I'll give it a uh, three stars. It's a good set. Out of five? <laughs> three out of five, yeah. How about you? Uh
1: yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um it's a movie I like, but I like it as something that is just fun to watch it's not like a great movie it's just it's got fun moments it's fun to make fun of
0: things
1: (laughs) and there's some some sincerely good moments in there too but it's it's uh, more fun to watch now that it's being incorporated into a tv show and the lores it's feels more part of the lore yeah like you you could ignore the movie before cobra kai and just pretend it never
0: happened (laughs) but now, now it's harder right
1: so also three out of five
0: Three out of five. Okay. Part three. All right, it's a, it's part. It, uh, it's too bad because it you know if there was a like a fifth Karate Kid movie, it would make more sense as a rating scale because it is part three. But there okay. is not a fifth Karate Kid movie. Not the one I've, not one I've ever heard of. Um, well, I think it's time to listen to our hearts and put another movie under our black belts. So please send feedback to KarateKidMinute at gmail Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or join the Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Just search for Karate Kid Minute, and we will find us. And please, if you've got a minute, give us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you're enjoying the show. And we have one more podcast uh, for this season to make up for the last 1 minute 22 seconds of the Karate Kid Part 3. And for that, we're going to do another bonus episode. And you don't know by now, we're talking about the 1989 movie that was originally pitched as a female version of Teen Wolf. And nowadays it's considered to be a cult classic, one I have never seen. Uh, We're going to be checking in with Robin Lively, uh, Jessica herself, one more time with the film Teen Witch. It should be a blast. I can't wait to talk about it. And until next time. (laughs) Why am I so stupid?